Hello, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of Report This Post. My name is Geiger. That over there, sitting to my immediate left. Actually, not my immediate left, because there's someone sitting in between him, technically. But we'll get to that guy in a little bit. Uh, beyond the other guy is uh, the co-host of the show. His name is Christian. That took long enough. Hi, everybody. Hi, and uh, we're your hosts with The Post. And uh, this week is... Again, history being made with our third ever guest on the program, and uh, we're going to introduce him to you right now. Does that sound good? Sure. All right. We have a lot of thrilled folks here today, ready to get the show going. Uh, but let's say let's say hello to our guest. Uh, guest, are you there? Can you hear us? I'm here. I can hear you. All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Twitter's very own... Jeff Pussy. Hi, Jeff. Hey, boys. <laughs> Welcome to the program. How are you? I'm doing really well. Okay. Do you want to expand on that? Uh, my girlfriend's out of town, so I've been <laughs> enjoying the comfort of jacking off on our living room couch <laughs> all day. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about that earlier because my wife uh, left with the kid last night. And I was like, I haven't even jacked off since she's been gone. Normally, I'm like, yeah, got my dick in my hand the minute she's like, she's like, I'm running to the grocery store. I'm like, great, yeah, I'm jack. Off. You're shoving her out the door with your dick. <laughs> um, yeah, well, that's cool. So I'm glad you guys got to enjoy a little man time, a little uh, fella time, you know. <laughs> yep. Great. So uh, the reason why we have uh, Jeff joining us on uh, on this episode is. Um, uh, Jeff is uh, in the, the uh, I guess, coffee nerd industry is how we would describe it. Is that correct? That is correct. And what what, what do you do? What, I mean, well, you don't have to be too specific because of, uh, uh, you know, the the Jeff yeah, Pussy paparazzi yeah, will uh, we'll, we'll go nuts. But, uh, you know, are you, a, are you a, a barista? I believe it's pronounced. Uh, no, but, uh, I'm actually opening my first, uh, in-person retail store this summer. So I'll probably be working behind bar a little bit, but, uh, I've, I've worked pretty much every stage in the coffee industry. Um, and I'm the owner of a company. And, And what is the address of this new location? (laughs) Again, without getting too specific. <laughs> All right. You so, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so today's episode is about, uh, well, it's about, it's about coffee. It's about, uh, meats and cheeses and wines and, uh, all sorts of artisan foods and, uh, things along those lines that people are obnoxious snobs about online. Absolutely. Um, and, uh, we, we brought Jeff on, of course, to share some of his own, uh, his own history, as well as uh, possibly some posts that he found online that might uh, might have some fun with and listen to, and, and everyone can listen to together on the program. So we all gather around the radio, play our favorite podcast, and uh, the the world is is in harmony. What, what are you doing? But I think without further ado, let's get started with the program. Great. And I'm going to have Christian start us off with a, a post about artisan foods. All right. So during my research for this. I found somebody that posted that they just had the best homemade Pop-Tart they had ever tasted. <laughs> um, so I started looking okay. into it, and uh, 
there's this gal by goes by the name of Megan Ritchie who creates something she calls Meg Pies. Um, and this is from her website. Mm. We make natural artisan tarts with quality ingredients and a lot of heart. Meg Pies begin as, began as a weekly bake sale on our Brooklyn Stoop. Catering to busy commuters on their way to the subway, we created a hand pie with a flaky, buttery crust that didn't crumble when eaten. Perfect for an on-the-go snack. This evolved into the Meg Pie, which we debuted in 2012 at Smorgasbord in NYC. Filled with specialty jam from Anarchy in a Jar and topped with colorful icing, our treats were a hit. Soon local cafes and shops were interested, and we started delivering Meg Pies via bicycle as we commuted to our J-jobs. Awful. After four Uh, years of increasing our reach through the New York York area in 2016, we took a big leap and expanded nationally. While Meg Pies are still available in many of the specialty shops and cafes in Brooklyn and Manhattan, where we began our journey, now you can find our tarts at Starbucks locations nationwide in the U.S. and Canada. We hope you enjoy. So, basically, these are Pop-Tarts. Yes, uh, these are expensive Pop-Tarts. Very expensive Pop-Tart. Like, like we're talking like six bucks. Jesus Christ. Um, this woman claims that she has never had a pop tart before creating these things, uh, but she can see why, <laughs> which is just absolutely. She independently insane. came up with the idea of the pop tart herself. <laughs> she's is what like, she's saying. You know, um, this is a quote from her. I will say that pop tarts are excellent for what they are, and I can totally see why people love them and oh have grown God. up loving them. The difference is ours is that it's more like eating a real pastry that's been baked by a human. <laughs> insane. Uh, wow. Well. And I can imagine that they're uh, nationally sourced, uh, available at Starbucks. Yeah. Each one is made by hand. I could oh, sure. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No doubt for uh, the uh, 22,000 Starbucks stores <laughs> to uh, hold inventory of uh, Meg's Pop-Tarts. Uh, yeah. Yeah, just... I will... Uh, during the research for this episode, there were, I found my time... The times where I was just very upset at, like, these people I've never... They, these Brooklynite people I've never met who... Uh, invented the pop tart in their mind <laughs> very cool yeah i invented this uh this thing that's uh it's it's yellow and you stuff it full of whites oh a twinkie yeah no, i don't know about that i've never, I've never, not never sure heard of it but, uh, not sure what that is no mm-hmm. yeah that's cool um good name though I like magpie i feel like yeah. she came with that with that one first and before she came with like okay magpie is a great great word everyone knows it's a bird people love birds well My her name's, name's meg, meg. That's what I'm saying. Ah, see, this is okay. I was connecting. So you're the dots. saying you saying that she came up with the basis and then was like, "I need to fill the void." Yes, and, uh, I need to fill uh, the uh, void. Uh. And uh, uh, fortunately, she's never heard of pop tarts, so she was able to invent them. <laughs> uh, that chick's stupid. That rules. I'm sure they're. I'm sure they taste great, though. Honestly, I'd probably eat them. But um, yeah, that sounds. Uh, that's really dumb. Uh, this is a uh, so. In a lot of the searches and stuff for uh, this stuff, I, one thing I was really looking for diaper posts. Uh, I actually did look up diaper posts, <laughs> but I couldn't. I didn't find any uh, any really good ones that also related to artisan foods. Uh, but I did find uh, what what I was really looking for were guys who were just like big time fucking snobs and shit about sure. food. So uh, this one was a a call and response. So a guy on Twitter, a vegan guy. Mm. Named uh, Jonah Weinhofen. He, uh, he he posted this picture of some really gross-looking food. <laughs> he said, uh, meat eaters be like, vegan food looks and tastes gross, and then eat something that looks like leftover dishwater. Well, 
So that's that's pretty harmless, just a vegan guy tra- talking trash on meat. But uh, a guy named uh, Jeff Yang responds, no relation to Jeff Pussy. Um, he says, uh, this is a Chinese hot pot, you engorged penis. <laughs> it could be made with nothing but vegan ingredients, and it would still be delicious, and you'd still be a xenophobic tool. Well, the thread only started from there, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Can we talk about white veganism for a second? Oh. <laughs> Is this the original guy saying this? This is now our friend Jeff Yang. Okay, okay. Uh, who's uh, who decided to continue? <laughs> oh, he uh, went in on them. Yeah, he said okay. he's going to go in on white vegans. <laughs> the kind espoused by folks like Jonah here, who begins his Twitter bio with the Sanskrit word for nonviolence, but then craps on Asian cultural expressions in order to advance his neo-colonial beliefs. Because veganism, as practiced by white Western culture, is neo-colonialist. It harvests and expropriated ingredients and preparation techniques from non-white cultures to create expensive foodstuffs that many people in their origin cultures couldn't hope to afford. Do you know how white people first fell in love with tofu? Via the concentration camps where Japanese Americans were relocated in World War II, where displaced farmers grew soy and created makeshift tofu production plants to supplement the military-style Western fare they were served. Soldiers assigned to guard Japanese-Americans at camps became familiar with the fare being prepared on the side. It was better than the mess hall food because of the hospitality of captives towards their captors. Tofu was weird, but they developed a taste for it. More recently, white vegans and natural food lovers fell in love with the Peruvian grain quinoa and began importing it by the ton, causing an actual quinoa shortage amongst poor Peruvians who saw their stable grain being sent to feed condescending white folk (laughs) instead of their kids. (laughs) So when Jonah Weinhofen mocks traditional Chinese fare to condescendingly push borrowed beliefs, he should know that he's part of a vast exploitive program designed to repackage non-white staple fare and commercialize it for white bellies, crushing native culture as it goes. So a classic Twitter example of a, a guy saying, this food looks like shit, and then someone has to call him a racist for that. <laughs> <laughs> and explain how uh, uh, that food that looks like shit was actually shared in the concentration camps from uh in, in the, from the Japanese concentration so camps. The, so the guy shared a picture of like a beef stew right? it, it was yeah like a, a chicken like one of these uh, Chinese uh just like chickadee china yeah um, <laughs> one of these chicken? gross looking uh Chinese <laughs> foods that pretty much a lot of them do because uh-huh. uh, of the poor people but then food. because he was a, he was doing the vegan right his yeah, whole yeah, thing yeah, was like uh Meat eaters are idiots because they think you know vegan food looks bad, but then they eat shit like this. Vegan and, uh, food does look bad, though. I mean, yeah, I mean, but so does that food. So does the the uh, Chinese hot pot. Yeah, like you could. There's no reason to tie that in with uh, uh, white people stealing culture via concentration camps or something like that. Oh, he wanted to get his his stuff out there, and I guess he put it out there. And that thing got like 200,000 retweets or some Whew. nonsense like Mama that. Mamma mia. So, um, very cool. I love uh, having the, the food snobbery plus uh, hating white people. <laughs> one, of my favorite, one of my favorite combinations out there. And speaking of white people, Jeff. Hey. Do you, uh, do you have a post to share about anything that's related to the topic at hand? Uh, I do. So this comes from Yahoo Answers. All right. Oh, great. Uh, and the question was, describe your passion for coffee. All right. This is the best answer. Ooh, the soothing aroma caresses my nasal passages, seeping through my lungs like a silk sheet. 
my mouth water <laughs> as the coffee nears my quivering lips, only oh, to be taken no. in by a desperate yearning in my mouth. The coffee warms my tingling tongue as it slips through oh. my ever-welcoming throat. <laughs> the satisfaction cannot be foretold with words, as I am lacking in oh. utter content of the very essence. Oh. <laughs> But anyways, LOL, can't drink coffee as it give me major heartburn, LOL. (laughs) Fantastic. That's great. That's That's like a penthouse letters of like Mm -hmm. Yahoo answers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was great. (laughs) Thank you for that. Yeah. Um, I think you should use that description on all of your, uh, for all of your future brands of coffee that you do. God damn. Well, thanks. That's a good, you know, that's a good first post from our uh, our friend Jeff Pussy. <laughs> yeah. Way to go, Jeff. We appreciate that. Thanks. That rocks. Uh, Christian. Yes, sir. Um, let's see what else you got, huh, bud? All right. So something that's big with the uh, food snobbery and the artisan is uh, deconstructed food. Yeah. Um, where people take a normal meal and for some reason uh, reinvent it as like a big pile of slop. Yeah, make it look bad. <laughs> Just make it look like absolute shit. Um, so on Instagram, and I think this might be our first Instagram post. Really? I believe so. Mm, okay. Wow. That's my our... first. Let me say my first. I, Anyways. I, I'm just trying to think. We've done almost uh, 10 episodes now, I think. So this that's is our pretty... 31st episode. Oh, God. Um, oh, God. I was looking. So looking through a healthy eating Facebook page, I found this <laughs> gal named Rachel's Good Eats on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And she posted a picture. And I'm just going to show you the picture, Geiger. And Okay. We're seeing a lot of green. There's uh, avocado. I'm seeing the, the eggs. I see some uh, some more greens. Shrimp. So there's some shrimp in the bottom yeah. corner there. Okay. okay. So looks like just a, a, a food It's bowl. a nice, you know, over over overhead view. You know, it's a little, the contrast is a little bit low. You have the, all that. Pretty classic Instagram classic food Instagram post. post. All right, so here's her her comment or her um, little quote on this mm-hmm. photo. I know I've said it before, but breakfast tacos would be my one item that I could take on a deserted island with me. Because if you know you would, you would. What about you? Big fuel after our hike this morning in the beautiful yet still cold weather in Seattle. Mm. Hoping everyone has a great day. So this is her recipe for breakfast taco deconstructed. Mixed greens, sauerkraut, heated (laughs) coconut flour tortilla with two fried eggs, sautéed leeks, avocado, virgin olive oil, red chili flakes, pink salt, cilantro, black sesame seeds, and shrimp. What a fucking asshole. I'm... In no sauerkraut, <laughs> in sauerkraut, in no <laughs> fucking world does that equal a fucking even even put together is that a breakfast? That's taco. not a breakfast. That's not taco. <laughs> that is nothing. Absolutely, and this is the kind of. I mean, I'm getting. I'm like, you're, I'm heating up. You're getting really heated over there. Um, this is the type of shit with these people where it's just like, uh, take. The I not even the idea of something, but just like throw a name to something. It's like deconstructed breakfast tacos, and it's yeah. just like. He, why? Clearly, Why? she couldn't come up with a better name for this <laughs> concoction, so she came up with the one that would get the most clicks on Google or something like I that. I guess, yeah. That sucks. I really hate that. We'll have to post it online on the, uh, oh, the Twitter. Picture? Yeah, because it's really... We'll it, also, uh, oh, no we'll, one would think that's either of those things. We'll post her uh, email address, too. Yeah. We would like to see some of our 
some of our listeners harassing this woman online. We'd really appreciate that. Um, <laughs> uh, sort of tying it in a little bit to uh, to Jeff's uh, coffee thing. This is a uh, sort of the other uh, the other dark bean, which is uh, chocolate. Uh huh. But there's a uh, we actually I want to start off with that sort of thing because uh, found a Reddit thread. Someone posted uh, this just this dumb BuzzFeed thing where they like uh, they gave a. Uh, dark chocolate to little kids like for their first time ever and then they oh. they ate it and then they got to, like capture their their reactions on it right mm-hmm. and the kids were all like you know pretty grossed out by it so this cool guy responds I will kill all of these kids <laughs> <laughs> no, completely normal response yeah, sure it only gets more normal okay okay <laughs> I'm a kid, and then in parentheses, technicalities, and I loved dark chocolate when I was four. Mm. What could those technicalities be? Is, he ta- is this like an at heart kind of thing? I'm he's, assuming. He's saying uh, he's a kid based on technicalities. He's below the age of 18, let's say. I don't... <laughs> Here's another uh, another chocolate post. Um this one was about milk chocolate. Mm. Oh. And uh, a guy responded, Ridiculous. Accept black chocolate and become an adult. Milk chocolate is for babies and people who love sugar, not chocolate. Mm. You can't win. Yeah, neither side, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, chocolate chocolate guys, uh, you know, I looked a little bit into like the bean to bar thing. Uh-huh. Know, that awful, awful deal. We could probably spend... A lot of time talking about the Mast Brothers. That was a whole. Fe- I was looking into that too, and it's just like there's so much shit on here. It's just not even Those worth my time. Are, I think we'll we'll post that somewhere on on Twitter. I think um, I keep saying these things like I'm actually going to do them. I know, I'm not like, going to make note to do it or anything. Uh, I'm just saying we'll do it. And where's your uh, where's your uh, podcast host notebook? You could keep. All right, I think it's uh, it's time to move on. Okay, JP. All right. I'm I'm gonna what do the breast I'm, I'm gonna do the breast milk cheese that I sent you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yes. <laughs> uh, so this is from the Guardian, and uh, the article is breast milk cheese on the menu in New York. Uh, <laughs> subtitle: Breast really is best, according to New York chef Daniel Angerer, who has turned his wife's quote liquid gold into cheese. Wow. Angerer, the last name? Yeah, like Anger with an extra E-R at the end. That's cool. Yeah. I like that name. Uh, so, take four cups of breast milk, add rennet, salt, and yogurt. <laughs> yes, four cups of breast milk, according to a recipe created by New York chef Daniel Angerer, who posted his formula for maple caramelized pumpkin encrusted cheese on his blog. And offer whoever wants to try it is welcome to try it, as long as supply lasts. Anger runs the Manhattan restaurant Klee, that's K-L-E-E. And the breast milk is supplied by his wife and the restaurant co-owner, Lori Mason, after the couple found they had an excess supply in their freezer intended for their baby daughter. Anger explained, My spouse is feeding our baby with breast milk. We're fortunate to have plenty of pumped mommy's milk on hand, and we even freeze a good amount of it. My spouse actually thinks of donating some to an infant milk bank, which could help little babies in Haiti and such. But for the meantime, 
our small freezer ran out of space. <laughs> to throw it out would <laughs> be like it. wasting gold. So so cool. instead of him sending the infant milk to babies in Haiti <laughs> who need it, he's he's making titty yeah. milk cheese and so, selling it. Oh, yeah. Uh, so Anger decided yeah. to experiment. My overstuffed home freezer and my natural cooking instincts made me think of making cheese <laughs> out of human mother's milk and posted the results on the internet. Cool. I was a little concerned with the thought of making cheese out of breast milk. I wondered if it was ethical since I haven't seen it before. Conclusion, and my spouse agreed, our baby has plenty of backup milk in the freezer, so whoever wants to try it is welcome as long as supply lasts. Please consider the cheese aging time. Good God. Um, now I'm reading Great. the rest of it. Oh, of okay. the two batches he's made so far, the first tasted salty sweet and the second was slightly spicy. It depends on what my wife has eaten. That directs the flavor. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Great. Uh, two years ago, he <sighs> approached Ben and Jerry's with the idea of using breast milk instead of cow's milk. <laughs> that was too much even for the famously liberal Ben and Jerry's who turned it down. <laughs> <laughs> the full recipe is on Anger's blog. Here's the ingredients. And the recipe is titled... My spouse's mommy milk cheese making experiment. Oh my god! And I, I'm not going to read the whole recipe, but it it asks for four cups of breast milk. So that is a lot. That's a lot of breast milk. Yeah. This lady must just be. She's pumping them out. She's got some fucking some big ass titties. <laughs> god damn! I've tried breast milk. Have you, Christian? Yes, I think it's not bad. It's all right. <laughs> I don't think it's bad at all. It's on the sweeter side. It's a. Uh, it's like coffee creamer. It really is. Yeah. yeah. In fa- you know what? JP. Yeah. If you need some, more, you need some creamer for the uh, the new location at uh, where is that? At where is that uh, spot again? All right. Well, let's uh, let's continue on with the show. I appreciate that. Uh, that's a great article. Uh, what, what was that published in again? Uh, the, the Guardian. Guardian. The Guardian. That's is that one of the bad websites? As far as articles are going, no, most websites are the bad websites. That's now. true, yeah. Because there's like so many, like I see on Twitter, there's just like, hey, here's an article in the Guardian, and then it's like a little snarky face, and I was like, I don't, I don't know what that means. Or the Independent, that's the other one, right? Yeah, the Independent's a bad one. Okay, the Independent's bad. I get those confused because I think they're both British. We both just made a face like we don't know. So <laughs> we, it's both, good. we both made a face like, why are we talking about this? <laughs> yeah, it's good that that's yeah, on right. tape. Well, yeah. I actually was going to read a breast milk cheese article as my next oh, one. Oh, wow. Since a, di- a completely different one. This so is it's, unrelated. It's insane that that happened twice. But I'm just going to skip over that because that is gross. Um, but, we don't like to read gross <laughs> stuff on here, so I, I appreciate that. Um, but I did find a Kickstarter what do you think of this Kickstarter? I'm going to say this Kickstarter sucks. All right. Terrific. So this Kickstarter is called The Tea Crane, your personal artisan Japanese tea sommelier. Mm. Posted by <laughs> Taya Sosin. So I'm going to read the in, uh, description of this uh, Kickstarter here. Contemporary industrial tea manufacturing mainly relies on artificial methods. 
the industry uses mass production and exploitation for the sake of capitalization and monopolization. Ugh. I am in favor of the natural varieties of tea, which offers a great diversity of authentic teas that improve our health and quality of life. This is why I admire and thus wish to acknowledge, honor, and support the aspirations and unstinted labors of the small, independent, local Japanese tea farmers. And you can help me do that. That's where you come in, right? Yeah. The Tea Crane, trademark, is your personal tea sommelier for artisan Japanese tea. As an expert in the art of tea, I will make a monthly selection of Japan's premium, naturally produced artisan teas in the form of a monthly subscription, providing all the details that will allow you to enjoy that tea to its fullest. I am Tyus Sosen. Over 10 years ago, I relocated to Japan in order to discover its culture and tradition. Having trained in various martial and traditional performing arts, I eventually fell in love with the Japanese rite of tea and the tea culture as a whole. That was a certified Nohancha instructor and accredited instructor of Japanese tea ceremony. Nohancha, you said? Yeah. And what is that? Uh, you want to expand? I conduct workshops and <laughs> you expect me to do research here? Come on. I conduct workshops and lessons and share my knowledge with a broad audience of interested people. I am on a journey to rediscover and spread awareness of the deeper values embedded in the Japanese tradition of tea, which helps us develop as respectful and appreciative spiritual beings. I would like to do this by introducing authentic, environmentally friendly teas produced by passionate artists and producers. So here's what you get. Each month, I will provide you with the following. A selection of at least 1,000 grams total of minimum two authentic naturally produced teas that otherwise cannot be obtained elsewhere. Mm, An informative pamphlet that includes a profile of the producer, an interview with the farmer, tea reviews, notes on farming methods, brewing guides, and much more to give you depth on your experience of savoring tea. Sure. Access to subscriber-only videos of that month's specific tea plantation and an interview with the producer. There will also be access to additional information and pictures to further enhance your understanding and enjoyment of the tea. Access to back numbers and direct access to me for oh. answers to your questions on Japanese tea. To uh, Taiku uh, Suzazi? What is, what is this guy's name again? <laughs> no, no. His name is Taius Sosen. All it right. Has the, uh, mm-hmm. the little line over the, uh, the O is so you know he's not from Japan. Yeah, this is Kaiser So This is, you're being, you're being uh, hornswoggled here, friend. This is Kevin Spacey's Kickstarter. <laughs> this is the uh, the uh, the white guy with the shaved head I sent you in the traditional. Oh, no. Oh, yes. oh fuck. That guy rules. Um, so this is a oh. honky-ass motherfucker living in Japan. Anyways, uh, the last thing is you get free delivery. So so for each month, it's uh, 4,500 yen, which is roughly 40 U.S. dollars for one month of this tea crane. Right. So you get two teas a month. Um, he was asking... 300,000 yen, which is about 2,700 U.S. dollars, and he earned 1,704,921 yen, which is roughly 15,000 U.S. dollars for this. Hey, not bad. Hey, you know, you get about... You did uh, something, Kozu Babu. Yeah. You did fucking great, man. 200 times more than he asked for. For a white guy to tell you about uh, tea? Oh, it's... it's that's it's. Uh, I want to put his picture up. And to that I say, and that's tea, sis. Is that, was that what we're doing? Yeah. Now, tea, of course, right. is the uh, the mortal enemy of coffee. So, uh, Jeff, I'm sure you have a lot of thoughts about tea, your your hatred of it, your visceral uh, despising of it. Yeah, uh, we, we sell some tea. Uh... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's move along from there. 
Um, Kickstarter, KS, Kevin Spacey. I Tying th- it together, huh? I thought of that when uh, when Jeff said Kevin Spacey, and I didn't want to interrupt, but uh, I was trying to think of YKS. Young Kevin Spacey is what I came up with. <laughs> okay. And I don't know what that means, but it sounds like a great uh, That's pretty the expensive series. people who did, who did the uh, Young Hercules series <laughs> on USA, right? Golly. And the Young Indiana Jones and everything. <laughs> Kevin, oh, no, never mind. Kevin Sorbo. I was going to say Kevin Another Spacey KS. babies, like Muppet babies, but that just... <laughs> That takes a whole different turn, then. So, I, um, uh, if we get over to coffee again, the mortal enemy of tea, uh, I found a. Uh, this is a very odd thing that I saw here. This is a, uh, this is a Reddit thread, and uh, it was just sort of like a meme, just sort of making fun of guys who think they're interesting when they order a black coffee at Starbucks. <laughs> you know, they're like, "Hey, I don't do any of this foo foo coffee shit. I just want a black coffee. Aren't I cool?" Um, you know, has anyone drink coffee anymore, like a grown-up? Is that a Lewis Black thing? It's very much the same. It's that yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah, everyone yeah. that thinks they're that, you know, the, the boomer type guys. This is a comment on that thread from a guy named Flomo Loco. Mm. I'm a black coffee drinker who also doesn't much care for all the frivolous drinks out there. I just ask for a coffee, black. I then look at the barista and ask, does this happen all the time? And then he does a record scratch edit. Oh, God. My mother-in-law buys me my coffee because I work from home, and she doesn't. It's much simpler to just ask for a regular coffee. Confused? She's a Starbucks junkie and calls me on the way home every day asking if I want a coffee. I often decline, but on occasion I'll say, sure, why not? Still confused? Yeah, she lives with us because she's an awesome mother-in-law, and I'd have it no other way. Mm. Mm. <laughs> why did... <laughs> why? <laughs> why is he... Why? <laughs> Why do we need to know that your mother-in-law lives with you? And she's awesome. Um, that was one of the more confusing comments I've ever seen on uh, on Reddit. He got downvoted. And someone commented, it was like, why the hell did you just post that? <laughs> <laughs> Man, oh, all I know is this guy fucking loves his mother-in-law. Which is uh, something. Yeah, I think that's uh, one of those on um, Pornhub. I think that's one of the... Uh... Jeff, how are we doing over there, pal? We're doing good. I, I was reading this article about craft uh, meth. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's, it's just... Um, it's funny, but it's such a long technical read that uh-huh. it's it would just be me reading the article. And mm-hmm. that's not God. good TV. So. Yeah. The idea behind craft meth is terrific is that like designer meth no it's uh it's apparently a community that sprung up around uh a reddit not surprisingly uh and it was basically a lot of guys trading coke recipes with each other on how to make it like more pure um what different coke tastes like uh whether it had (laughs) legs meaning like how long they got a little boost from it. Uh, somebody got kicked out for selling straight up speed. Cool. Yeah. Well, at least the uh, Coke guys have their limits that they yeah. abide by. So. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, I want to uh, get real quick, get back to, um, not get back to, to talk about. Uh, we have a couple um, posts that were submitted by some of our patrons. 
Oh boy! And uh, if if you want to be able to do that yourself, you can just you can become a patron. And how do you do that, Christian? You would go to patreon.com forward slash report this post. And that's forward slash? Yes. Okay. Uh, then you, you can pay a couple bucks a month, get access to episodes and uh, posts. And uh, every week uh, we're going to tell everyone what the episode coming up is. And then uh, our, our lovely patrons can submit their own <laughs> Please help posts. us out. Cause it, yeah, we're, we're tired we're of doing the show. We're drowning. We're over, <laughs> we're over it. And we, we want you guys to do all the heavy lifting for us. Thank you very much. Uh, soon we'll we'll have a, a feature where uh, patrons can also edit the episodes and upload the episodes <laughs> and post post them on Twitter. And then, actually, the and then actually world, just do the shows for the us. The world's well. first crowdsourced podcast. Yeah. But this one's from, these are two posts from at um, Muffin Topiary on mm, Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of our beloved patrons. Found a post. Uh, this one's from at vivaciousness I'm having a delightful glass of Cab Sav Merlot and it just made me think of a man who introduced me to some good expensive wine in my lifetime my palate has looked for nothing but sophistication since then oh but a cultured man mm. miserable doesn't that <laughs> doesn't that really inspire all uh, sorts of a woman thoughts. drinking wine alone just, on yeah the just internet. a woman a single woman drinking wine on a Friday night thinking of the the dude who opened a, a bottle of $7 wine for her, got her, got her wet. And uh, another one she submitted from at Breeder Steve. Mm. Just had a lovely salmon barbecue with good friends, fine wine, and heavenly dabs. We even grated fresh homegrown wasabi for sushi apples on a, or sushi appies on a traditional shark skin paddle. Then we had hashtag dessert burgers. And those, uh, there was a picture. It was a pic- two. It was pictures of a uh, two chocolate cookies with cotton candy in the middle. Wow, <laughs> that's wild. That sounds unbelievably awful. Wow, that's crazy. Are you a cotton candy guy? Oh hell no! Cotton candy sucks ass. Can we get a cotton candy sucks ass going in the chat, please? <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, are you a cotton candy guy? Uh, hell, I'll eat it. Okay. <laughs> hmm. All right. I don't. Oh, I don't actively here, seek huh? it out, but I'll eat <laughs> yeah. it if, if it's there. There are pro- there are grown men out there who eat cotton candy every day, <laughs> and that's fucking weird. That's really weird to think about. <laughs> Imagine working with a guy just every day comes in with like a bag of cotton candy, <laughs> he's just picking at it, just stops. And he's all, he's always offering it. Eh? Hmm? Goes around. What do you think? <laughs> just grab a grab a hunk. This guy's keyboard completely oh, sticky, covered just blue. <laughs> Oh man, that fucking guy! Oh, we I, have fun. I hate that guy we made up. Mm. All right. I want you to go on now, Christian. All right, I found a website during my search here called Chowhound. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Chowhound. Yeah, yeah. I haven't been to that site in a long time, but I know it's a thing. Yeah. So I kind of did a deep dive and started looking around at what folks were saying on. No, it. no. Uh, real quick, Chowhound is that? It's kind of like Yelp, right? It's like Yelp, but it's for foodies. Uh, but it's it's not known. It's not like Yelp. It's like Quora for foodies, because hmm. there's different there's different parts. So the part I was on was like the question and answer part. Okay, and then there is a Yelp kind of section where people do reviews on, on sure. foodies sure, and whatever. Sure, 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 sure. Um, but I was on the forum side of this. So hmm, I'm just gonna burp here. All right. So I was on the forum side, and uh, I somehow found myself into the canned food. Forum of Chowham. 
to a post titled, Can We Talk About Canned Salmon? Yeah, we can and we will. Uh, I love the idea of canned salmon as a better alternative to tuna for salads. But every time I've brought it, excuse me, every time I've bought it, multiple brands, it comes skin on with large bones in it. By the time I finish cleaning it, it has lost volume and sort of grosses me out. Not a great prelude to a meal. Why are you cleaning fish from a can? Uh, out of a can, yeah. <laughs> is there a brand of canned salmon out there that avoids these issues, or is it inevitably the shabby leftover from the better parts of the catch that are sold for fillets? And to further complicate matters, a few days ago, I saw Rachel Ray over a can of salmon on, on the, her TV show and dump the whole thing, skin and all, into a recipe. So is the problem merely that I'm being too prissy? How do you chowhounds feel about canned salmon? Would love your input. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So one of the, uh, not one of the top responses, but a response was, unlike many of the items served at the Olive Garden, everything in a can of salmon is editable. Oh. Bones are the cartilage. Cartilage prepared several ways is served at some very high-end sushi houses. Mm. Sushi restaurants also serve the skin as salmon rolls. So look upon that 289 can of salmon as an amazing sushi bargain. Sip some sake and cook away. You know what? I agree. Yeah, as you know, as a man who uh, I eat sardines out of cans, sure on on the weekly, and I'm proud to admit it. You just you just shove those those fuckers right down your face, man. I, I love the idea of somebody getting like imagine somebody getting a can of sardines and yeah. then like fillet cleaning them. <laughs> like <laughs> that is. That's fucking dark. That's like getting a a jar of like crunchy peanut butter and removing the nuts from it or something. <laughs> what are you doing with your life, man? Um, I like that there's a canned food subsection on the on Chow Hound. I, I, I stumbled upon it by um, following a guy whose username is Jimmy Buffett, but I don't think it's Jimmy Buffett. That's not Jimmy Buffett. I don't think it is. It'd be so fucking good if it is. <laughs> I, I, I thought posting. I had struck gold. I was like, holy shit. Just like asking about like canned artichokes and shit like that. What do you guys... <laughs> you, I'm on y'all tour. ever had a hamburger guys, in paradise? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I wonder if anyone's asking about like... Uh, you know, times are tough. Anyone's favorite uh, dog food brand or, you know... <laughs> You know, I found some expired dog food in a dumpster. No, that's you know. the uh, that's the other side of the world. That's the... oh, that's right, that's right. Other um, side of the coin there. Um, <clears throat> yeah, uh, that's cool. Um, I want to real quickly. Um, I started, uh, you know, getting into more. Um, started looking into the alcohols. The sure, spirits, why wouldn't you? Um, uh, in Ghost. terms of posts, uh, no posts, huh? Posts. What? Not ghosts. Spirit ghosts. Posts. <laughs> Spirits. All right. All right. We could be this here for over. way too long. Uh, Jeff is uh, his feet are dangling from the rafters. He's he's over it. So, but I'm going to read uh, <laughs> another ghost. <laughs> we're going to. Uh, <laughs> I this is uh, this is another post um, from uh, a patron. This one's from Kate. She sent this one in. This she found this on Reddit's uh, R Whiskey. Mm. <laughs> uh, the, the thread titled "Hello R Whiskey." Care to open your doors of knowledge to a first time whiskey drinking? Oh God! Oh well, R Whiskey, I won't bore you with my whole life story. I've come here seeking help and knowledge and wisdom on whiskeys. What whiskeys do I try? How do I try them? What is the best for a beginning? My boring life story. 
I turn 18 next year and want to become a well-educated man in the art of whiskey tasting. As I am not of legal age of drinking and alcohol, I've only tried some that I had to sneak past my parents. So far, don't drink whiskey to get drunk. Much like all my uncultured friends who only drink vodka and get smashed and say YOLO and stupid shit like that. <laughs> God damn. As strange as it sounds, I really enjoy the taste of whiskey. User uh, Jeff Spicoli responded, <laughs> uh, no relation to Jeff Pussy. At your age, you should be a connoisseur of keg beer at house parties and maybe some Cuervo out of some chick's belly button. <laughs> and, uh, the OP, <laughs> our, our OP responded, Haha, well, I'm not into that stuff, but yeah, I've been to all the parties. Not as fun as I thought it would be. Why do kids even want to get drunk? I don't understand. So this 17-year-old just wants to be a whiskey guy, but not even get drunk? That sucks. What the fuck is this kid's problem? <laughs> that sucks so <laughs> bad. Can you imagine hanging out with that kid? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I That's look, awful. I first turned 21. I would, like, every weekend I would buy a bottle of black velvet whiskey. This is in 1987. <laughs> yeah, believe, that's right. Yeah. That's right. I would be, before we went out, I would drink, like... The yeah. little like hobo bottle, sure. of it, yeah, um, to the point where I drank so much black velvet whiskey that if I smell whiskey now, I get physically ill. Yeah, I have uh, the first time I ever got really drunk. It was uh, Irish whiskey. I think like I've told the story where I wound up in the in the hospital. No, no. Oh, okay. No, well, well, that happened. Um, I was at a friend's uh, party and uh, just doing shots of, uh, of uh, some shitty Irish whiskey. I didn't. I never even really drank before then. This is, and uh, I didn't really know what it meant. I didn't know what a shot really did. Sure. So I was just like pounding. Them. I was like, oh, I feel good. So I just pounded them, pounded them, pounded them, pounded them. Uh, I don't know. I wound up sleeping unconscious on the stairs, and I uh, lost uh, one of my part of my teeth, and uh, my glasses were broken, and I woke up in a hospital covered in my own vomit. So. So successful. Pretty uh, pretty good start. And I haven't touched a drink since then. So, <laughs> so you learned your lesson, ladies and gentlemen. That's uh, Now that is funny. Now, Jeff, uh, what is your experience with alcohol? You got anything anything good? Um, you, ever, you ever touched the stuff? I mean, I've, I've worked at bars, and I've, I've definitely had the experience of... Uh, I worked at a bar on Hollywood Boulevard at some point, and... Ooh. Man, uh, I've definitely seen people order, like, Jaeger at a bar and, Uh like, enjoy it. Like, really just, you know, smack their lips about how good it was. And that shit is just (laughs) fucking awful. Um, That's a red red flag. Another one is uh, Fernibranca. I don't know if you've had that. Oh, yeah. It's Mm -hmm. uh, it's an Italian aperitif, and it just tastes like Mm -hmm. fucking cough syrup with, like... A big shit marinated in it, mm-hmm. and you can tell who works in the uh, like liquor industry because they always come in and order one of that and pretend to really like it. So yeah, that's you, you can really so tell who's common. just a big piece of shit in real life based yeah. off their liquor choice. <laughs> yeah, cocktail guys are all about this shit, and they also order a what's their favorite? Um, oh shit, it's that um, their favorite cocktail is always a. Um, Oh my god! Old fashioned? No, because that's because that actually is good. There's it's the um, the three ingredients. 
Okay, you guys talk amongst yourself. I'm going to figure it out real quick. Okay. Well, I'll keep in on the alcohol side of things. Because I found a post about some beer. Okay, beer. I've heard of it. Beer is alcohol, right? I think so. But it does. Uh, most beer do, uh, does have a Negroni. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Negroni. That's the one where it's like um, it's not very good. It's like has bitters in it. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's vermouth. It's Campari. It's gin. It's like all the the bitter stuff. And um, because it's like this elegant thing, it, you know, every bartender says like it's one of those where like. You know, everyone knows the ingredients, but they can't make it. You know, uh, they just they put this uh, this myth behind it, and it's it should uh, be, yeah. I like Campari; I think it tastes good. But anyway, yeah, it's it's fine. It's just they just like uh, as Jeff was saying, it's you just know the asshole, and they start you know they just want somebody. To they're see waxing and waning on yeah, about yeah, yeah, the yeah. the Negroni, yeah. and uh, I think that's also that's uh, Jeff's favorite drink. So <laughs> we should probably move on. All right, so this is from June nineteenth, two thousand twelve. A Twitter post from user BrewboundFern. I just got some PR that said Rogue discovered a yeast strain in one of its brewer's beards mm. and is making a beer with it. This has got to be a joke. Yeah. Wasn't a joke. One beer brewer in Oregon has taken the concept of locally grown to a whole new extreme using yeast harvested from his own beard to make a signature ale. Not satisfied with growing his own barley, hops, and honey, John Mayer of Rogue Ales turned to his facial hair in order to find new flavors. To cultivate his very own yeast, Mayer took nine hairs from his beard, which he says he hasn't shaved since 1978, and sent them to a lab in California for testing. Yeah. Brewer's yeast looks like creamy white shiny circles, <laughs> and when scooped, has this consistency of butter. Mm. Um, this was found in his beard. Researchers then cultured the yeast to see if it would active debate firm or actively ferment the beard hairs yeast surprisingly performed like a hybrid between brewers house yeast strain called pac-man yeast which is rogues uh strain mm -hmm. and a wild yeast so yep um yeah that was a big deal uh, when i'm that sure came out. i've seen the beer on the shelves never don't think i've ever tried it um sounds gross Certainly is gross. Guy looks like absolute <laughs> yeah, shit. He too. looks like a complete <laughs> fucking asshole. And Rogue sucks ass. They're such a shitty brewery, and they uh, treat their employees like garbage. Um, and their beer sucks. So, uh, yeah, I did take a tour there once, and uh, it was it was fine. So, <laughs> gotta give them that. <laughs> on the spot. You gotta give them that, folks. Um, Tour's good. Great. Uh, on the topic of. Um, of beer, <clears throat> I, I I was gonna save because uh, we we have in plan to do a, an entire episode just about craft beer. Mm. Uh, oh, but, we're doing more of this. Uh, of report this post. Mm. Uh, well, we'll see how this one goes. <laughs> um, we'll see if we get that Jeff pussy bump, and if it's uh if it's worth to to keep going on. Pussy bump, huh? Uh huh. And uh, so this was a. Uh, I started looking up some reviews. For beers from uh, the website Beer Advocate. Oh, uh, God on. almighty. Yeah. So I want to read some of the absolute uh, insane shit that some of these uh, freaks posted. <laughs> this is a review for a, uh, a Rodenbach beer, which is a uh, sour beer from uh, from Belgium. <clears throat> I have caught a double agent. The owner of Dafsprak in Michelin told me it was hiding in his cellar. Unbelievable it hadn't yet been discovered there. 
It's a wine pretending to be a beer, and a beer posing as a wine. Oh, it is no. neither and yet both. It doesn't don the expected white hat, nor does it wear the classic frivolous lace. No nonsense attire and a nice tan to boot. Suspicious already. I wanted to sniff it out. And oh, this Rodenbach was good at his job. It confused me even more. Cider, oak, chocolate, grass, malt. It was all there. An eau de toilette that could conceal anything and everything. Now that I had my teeth into it, I was determined to reveal it as a fraud. But it threw everything it had at me. Sweet and alluring. Sourly contradicting my accusations. Flirting and warm. Such a smooth operator. Nearly had me calling it honey. God, Lord. I may have caught it, but I have to admit it seduced me. Like you might expect of the good-looking spies in a James Bond movie. And I don't regret it one bit, nor will I ever turn it in. There are a few of them left in the world, and less every day. You'll be lucky if you ever get to see one, let alone catch it. God. You're, you're a beer guy. You've yeah. been a beer guy. Could you ever imagine writing something like that in your entire fucking life? Um. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you write that? <laughs> well, I was really hoping for a better response from what I something I wrote. Um, well, but on, I well, mean, no, I've never written anything quite like that. No, that's yeah. I used to be big into into beers and beer reviews and all that, but I never, uh, I never uh, did an entire uh, analogy for a spy, whatever the fuck that supposed to be was with the uh, called him honey. Yikes. This is another one, real quick. This is a uh, this is for a a Cantillon beer. Cantillon is uh, one of the world's best uh, brewers of sour beer, mm-hmm. lambics and gooses and such. Is that how you say it? Yes, goose. You're thinking of goes. Yeah, there's goes and goose. There's two different styles. Oh wow. Okay, this is uh, here's how this one goes. Picture this: you're standing in the door of a threshing barn looking out over an orchard with apples, lemons, and oranges. The setting sun pours an amber haze over everything. You close your eyes and feel the sun's warmth on your face and the smells of the fruit, sweet and sour, almost stinging, and barn, wood, somewhat moldy, different cereals, dust, undefinable funk, swirl and mingle, and you feel like you'd want to stay there forever. That's Cantillon Goose. Amber to golden color, your expected barnyard funky smell, and a very sour bite to it. Just enough alcohol to warm you without burning. It's a goose, and I happen to love those, and this one is quite exceptional. The only pure and natural goose. No addition of any yeast. The word is inoculated with wild yeast spores in the air. The original beer in every sense. So. That is some uh, marketing PR yeah, these are uh, These are beers. These are just fucking beers, man. They're good, but, uh, you know, shut the fuck up <laughs> would be my thing. Um, you know, mm, there's a lot I've, of beer I've, I've said a lot there. about, yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> there's, uh, there are a lot of beer nerds. There's even uh, a guy who goes by the beer nerd somewhere out there. Yeah, the beer nerd. I mean, you t- you talk about artisans. That guy is. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he he basically changed the way people think and talk about beer. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> and wearing their keys on their belt loop. Yeah, <laughs> he he um yeah. he added me on uh, on Facebook uh, yesterday, I think. <laughs> <laughs> And then immediately started just commenting on several pictures, liking a bunch of things. I don't even know if I've ever interacted with the guy. 
That rocks. So I'm not sure how that happened, but uh, he's, to, uh, he's definitely going to listen to this episode now. So oh, there he's going to find out about it. Oh yeah. no, it's because you're on it. Uh, no, I, I think just because he made a new friend. Oh, uh, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> so so he hey, buddy, if you're listening to this, uh, I still owe you drinks. <laughs> Yeah, and, and likewise, uh, uh, the beer nerd, come on down to Florida. We'll have a great time. Boy, that's a, that's an OG Twitter. Yeah, that guy was a very odd character. Um, as soon as uh, he started commenting on everything, my wife texted me and said, "Who the fuck is that guy?" <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't know how to explain that to her. <laughs> so I tried, and I just sent the picture of him at uh, Ziamara's party. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, "Oh, wow!" That was, yeah, that's right. That's really the best response to that. <laughs> Ooh, wow, that rocks. Yeah, Jeff's entire online persona was basically that picture for about two or three years. Yeah, and, uh, it was one of my favorite things in the world. <laughs> and if, if you haven't seen that picture, of course we'll post it on slash <laughs> report this post. You can see it for yourself. And. uh I think we're just going to only post that picture from now on. <laughs> we should just post it once a week. Just once a week, just post that picture. No explanation. Yeah. I mean, Je- it works. It really does. <laughs> yeah. It it really ex- says a lot about a lot. All right. Jeff, you got anything else? Uh, you know, a lot of these worked in the dress rehearsal. Yeah. And now well, that I'm reading them. I'm thinking that well, your stuff is better. Well, how about this? Do you have a, uh, from your own real life, lived experiences as a, uh, as a, uh, a dorky little coffee guy, do you have any uh, fun, snobby experiences when you're doing your little uh, sipping things or whatever the fuck where you just take the little little spoons and just sip them up real quick. Do you have any fun little tales from that shit? Anything like that? I, I mean, nothing, nothing really specific. Cause I don't want to like fuck myself over professionally, <laughs> but I will say like how coffee professionals grade coffees and how we qualify coffees as being better than another is just the dorkiest, dumbest fucking thing ever. It's, it's something <laughs> called cupping. And it it basically revolves around you set up a, a big table and you put, you know, 20, 30 coffees on it and you have a little uh, rinse thing of water next to it. And you and however many other uh, cupping professionals are there, you go around tasting the coffees and you slurp really fucking loud. So it sprays all over your palate and you're able to get a good idea of what the coffee tastes like uh and then you spit it out into uh, a little cup that you carry around with you because you don't want to be drinking 30 40 whatever coffees all day because you'll get super buzzed off caffeine um Mm -hmm. and everybody just goes around spitting and slurping I, it, it 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 it's always been funny to me, like the whole uh, wine tasting thing, and now the coffee and the beer thing is like, it's like this this very. Uh, you would think of it as like a high class thing, and everybody's fucking like spitting shit out. Yeah, and, yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, and like slurping shit and like rinsing yeah. stuff around. And it's like, 
That sucks. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and I bet they don't. They none of these guys even know what the fuck they're talking about anyway. That's my that's my thesis. But having been around like professional beer guys who make a lot of money, a lot of them could be easily fooled, like blind tastings and shit like that. Everyone has their own little biases and all that. And uh, I'm here to speak against it. Oh, now, you, no, you, yeah, the... me specifically as the esteemed uh, palate guy. And uh, no know, biases here, folks. I uh, it's kind of I'm sad. There's not like uh, the the slurping thing is not. You don't see that in beer. Maybe you should start that. Maybe I think we're going to start that tonight with the take... with the PBR that Christian brought over tonight. We're going to do some you know, cupping. Go get, a, go get a uh, cereal bowl. And we'll just pour it into that. <laughs> <laughs> you know the nerd the nerd thing about beer and serving beer is it, you can narrow down to like oh it's got to be in the right glass for this type of mm-hmm, beer of course yeah. it's got to be poured the right way so the foam comes out like this and you can smell it you got to put an orange in it all right you, you don't want to do that there's a lot of guys who get really upset at you for saying that mm-hmm. why you, sh- you like, should put an orange in every beer it makes it <laughs> taste better <laughs> <laughs> they're literal I've, i know actual brewers who would like fight you for even suggesting such a thing because uh they have nothing else going on in their lives. So, this was a lady on Twitter. This is my last post as far as uh, our topic at hand today goes. This is a lady on Twitter named uh, Miasaurus. Makes me giggle when these locals tell me they love Chinese food. Like, no, you silly white fluffernutter. You love westernized Chinese food. Mm. So, mm. real classic... Uh, Someone semantically pointing out that shit. Uh, now that's not the post. What what is the post? Is um, that post was posted on Reddit, and people were making fun of it because uh-huh. it sucks. A user named uh, Ym five six seven seven talked about that post. On the one hand, I get it because Americanized food from literally any culture is different. But the reason why it's different is because it's a product of immigrant ingenuity. Mm. Take for example Italian food. Italian food in Italy don't have any heavy cream sauces. That's a very American thing. The reason why Italian food became so heavy and fattening is because when Italians were immigrating to America, the Italian men were discriminated against, and so that that would cause them to get angry all the time. <laughs> so the <laughs> so the Italian So the Italian wives, to soothe their husbands, would feed them because they thought that a man wouldn't be as angry if his belly were full. <laughs> so that's the history lesson for <laughs> Italian food, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, that rocks. Holy shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all I have for... Uh... <laughs> Artisan food today, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> Christian, no, I think I'll, I'll, let's let's. Are we going to end on that? that? All right, great. Well, uh, to to close the the topic at hand, uh, artisan food, uh, s- uh, smug, uh, snobbish foods and drinks. Uh, I wish we we talked more about. Um, I had I was looking up like scotch and shit like that. There's some I, fucked up Scotch guys out that's there. That's such its own thing, though, because you can get go down such a whole oh, rabbit hole. Scotch, that. man, that's awful. That's the worst shit. That's kind of like the um, uh, whatever Jeff was talking about earlier. I don't remember, and I'm not gonna the coffee sampling. 
sure. No. Slurping. No, something else. And I don't really... It doesn't matter. Well, the guy drinking the thing. Yep. Great. Uh, Jeff, what, what do you have to say uh, to, to close out the, uh, the, the artisanal food segment <laughs> of the show? Uh, I don't know, man. I, I've worked in coffee for 12 years now, and it's just... It's just fucking draining. Like the the work itself is kind of cool, but just the people it, it it attracts the worst fucking people. Sure. And uh, you're hoping those people come to your new store that you're opening, <laughs> and I believe that location is Christian. Have you seen any posts this week that made you say, "This, this ain't, ain't it, it chief"? did i did great this just came out a couple days ago two days ago okay this two is days a ago fella the recording of the show all right so uh go on this is guy at ys is his twitter handle at ys at ys he's an early he, adopter he is a verified twitter user mm-hmm his name is Yusuf, Yusuf, and see pinned tweet. And here is his pinned tweet. Okay. Live unpopular facts, and it has a video that is included with it. Alcohol is for cowards. Depression is a choice. No. Uncertainty is weakness. Most parents are useless. College is a waste of time. Books are full of nonsense. Your office job is killing you. Bad habits are slow suicide. Wow. This is the beginning of a a very very long series of tweets from this gentleman, mm-hmm. uh, where he goes on to describe how each one of these. Um, it's very. Uh, it's that self. It's the same shit I always say. It's a self help. Uh, you know, you should have confidence. You don't need alcohol because if you drink right, alcohol, right, right. it means you have low confidence and blah blah. Give me a you know. It's the give me a break thing. Um, and he just continuously, each tweet just gets worse and worse. Um, but right now, <laughs> he has a very long string of tweets with this. Uh, his original one has 82 likes and nine retweets, which normally Oof. this you think this would have got ratioed out of the out of mm. the water. Uh, no, sir. Well, for an account that's how many? He's probably got a lot of followers, right? If you're a YS and you've been around for probably. 13 years or 38,000 so really all, not that much that's a shame you hate to see those numbers on it count that big also his <laughs> I was going to comment on it but I didn't want to get blocked before I got a chance to read this he has a, his uh, banner image on Twitter is a uh, a shrug bar from uh, Jim shrug bar and it has uh, what appears to be oh yeah uh, 625 plates on each side so what's that six thirty uh, no, no, no. Okay. A little over 300 pounds uh, where he could probably do that with just two plates. That's a lot of money. That's a lot, that's a lot of weight. No, it's not. It's not, <laughs> not I, mean, I, mean, it's, I mean, it's I mean, it's not a lot of weight. That's right. There you go. And of course, Anyways, I say to that asshole, this ain't it. This ain't it, Chief. Sorry, Yusuf, but uh, you got canceled today. Oh, he was already canceled. Um, this is a post from um, a lady named Nicole Sanchez on Twitter. Nicole Simmons? Brown? Sanchez. Oh. Nicole Sanchez. Okay. Dear at AOC. (laughs) 
Tonight I was in a hotel bar in Midtown when you came on TV. Very important men in expensive suits spoke in hushed tones and contorted their faces into various forms of worried as they watched. I freshened my red, my red lipstick and carried on. It was <sighs> glorious. Is it like a chai person? Pretty much, yeah. So this is uh, some random lady on Twitter who... Is unbothered by... Who saw something happen and made it about herself. Because uh, some very important men spoke in hushed tones, which I don't even know, like, does that mean they were talking bad? Like, her theory is that they were upset, but... Um, it's that the old uh, rubble, 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 rubble. <laughs> There's a woman on TV. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, they were going to plot to kill her, I think. And she was mm. like, I'm going to put on my red lipstick and uh, be the badass... Uh, Queen, queen boss bitch that I am. Drinking alone in a bar. Yeah, <laughs> a hotel bar in Midtown. Um, I don't know if AOC saw that. Um, she saw it. She sees everything. Oh, did she? Yeah. Uh, I'll ask her in the DMs when she uh, slides in <laughs> next time. She hasn't she responded to my DM. Yeah. What'd you ask her? Uh, that's that's between like... me and the lady. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Would you like to? Do some cupping, sweetie. I, I had I had a, an important question about uh, her stance, by which I mean her feet, <laughs> her posture, and her. Uh... Yeah. How high are your arches? Yeah. Jeff, did you do you have anything for this uh, this segment? What's the segment? Sorry, the, the right. volume's kind of cutting out. Oh, this ain't it, Chief. Oh. No. <laughs> Folks, uh, what a great way to end the show on such a high note with our guest uh, shrugging and saying no. Wait, what, a, what about the uh, the post you guys shared on the Twitter a while back about that woman getting mad at the coffee company for not endorsing marriage or something? Do you remember uh, that? What the fuck are you talking about? I no, what was that, that one? Okay, I'm going to pull it up. Okay. okay. This was posted on the Report This Post Twitter account? Yes. Wow. And you can find that on, I believe it's Twitter.com. Yes. Oh, yeah, like you don't know, asshole. Twitter with uh, with three Ts. Okay. Uh, and then you have a .com forward slash, as we learned from Christian earlier. Uh, and then at, well, you don't have to put the at, actually. You used to on Twitter. You have you had to put the app, but now in you the, don't. In the URL, yeah. but now you just put uh, report this post. And uh, in addition to that, you can go to Patreon.com/slash/report-this-post, mm-hmm. where you can subscribe to find bonus shows and everything like that. Uh, there's a store. Storeenv.dot.report-this-post.com. That's not. That's impo- There's no way that's true. Uh, is it is it the other way? It's the other way. Report this post dot com. <laughs> you know, you 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 chided me last week for getting that wrong, and then here we are a week later. The shoes on the other foot. Is uh, it? Um, we we will have we do have custom shoes on there that Christian designed. He actually makes all of them for five cents an hour. I cobbled them now, but there are some new designs up there. Yeah, we we added four new designs, I believe, this week yes. for for fun T shirts. <laughs> yeah, I think you need. <laughs> you need a hobby, bud. <laughs> oh, what am I going to do during my lunch break? Eat my lunch? Come on, give me a break. 
Yeah, you definitely don't eat a lot. Um, we also have, uh, if you go to iTunes.com slash report this post, five stars, you can give us five stars. You can tell us how much you love the show. You can share your favorite posts. I was on there the other day. I was looking at the reviews, and there was somebody that said that they love when I laugh because it sounds like a bunch of birds flying <laughs> above them, like a bunch of birds squawking high above in the air. Don't know I, if that was supposed to be a burn or not, but... I can't tell what that is. <laughs> I don't think it's true. I don't think it's positive. I don't think it's negative. It is just words that that man said. Or woman. Or woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, women definitely like to leave dumb comments like that on Okay, uh, I didn't say iTunes. that. He said that. I didn't say that. And also, if you go to... Um, uh, is there another site? Uh, uh, there's something... Oh, Instagram... We still haven't posted anything on there yet, but there is an Instagram. I've seen a few people pop up uh, subscribing, subscribing, following Jesus the page. Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, head on over to chatterbait.com slash report this post for our yeah. cam shows. Yeah. Yeah. We, Mendyvids.com uh, slash report this post. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> OnlyFans. Uh, Geiger and I are on OnlyFans. Uh, there's videos of us feeding each other pudding it's before weird, the show. Now, I don't know what any of these websites are. <laughs> So I don't know what you're talking about. I've never heard of any of them, uh, and I think that's it. I think we've uh, we've we've milked enough time. We're still waiting on Jeff to pull up that that image. I, I'm Jeff, have you pulled it up? Through your your images on the report this post Twitter, but you guys just post. We so post much a lot. Shit, I can't find it. Wow, you we really do post a lot of stuff on there, huh? It really <laughs> says a lot about how much, how much stuff we post and how great the Twitter account is because we just post so much stuff. Yeah, it's a great value um, sus- subscribing to your uh, Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good point. Uh, and uh, I'm actually going to see if I can pull it up myself real quick. Uh, if we can't in the next uh, 10 seconds, we we have to go. Uh, we, we, we have a lot to get to. Um, let me see. We, no, we don't. We we have to talk about things. Uh, Christian we, says he wants to cancel the show, <laughs> so we're going to talk about that. But I found the post in one second that uh, Jeff could not, which I think says a lot about the two of us. Who's online more? Okay, so this is uh, this is a post um, from at Verve Coffee, who posted the. Uh, there, this is one of these companies that just does these little cute little posts. It said, if you love coffee so much, why don't you marry it? Mm-hmm. And uh, a lady named at Green Jenny responded, because real humans who love each other can't get married in many parts of the world still. But you should definitely be flippant about government-sanctioned relationships. It's cool. Mm. <laughs> Golly. I'm retweeting that right now, live on the show. If you see that pop up on the timeline, <laughs> and, and you can think back of when that happened. That's so good. God that damn, sucks. that's good. That was uh, that was in response to the uh, the Love Trilogy episode, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, posted around uh, Valentine's Four thousand years ago. <laughs> yep, uh, back when the show was in the primordial goo stage. Um, God knows when that was our that was uh, known as the the, the PJP days the pre Jeff Pussy days of uh, report this post and we are now officially beginning the post Jeff Pussy days so it's AJP yep so uh, let's let's give a let's say uh, to our honored guest Jeff Pussy thank you for coming on the show it was it was my pleasure 
Fantastic. We hope you have a lovely day in your your brand new coffee shop, which of course people can go to this location to find it at. I'm I'm not gonna say, but if you know me, <laughs> I'll I'll definitely direct you to it. Great. If you know him, <laughs> he'll direct you to it. Uh, goodbye, everybody. Bye. What? Bye. <laughs> <laughs>